0: Tommy, Tommy, what about this Tommy? Who is this Tommy? And how does this Tommy relate to the King James Bible? What is the significance of Tommy? And what is this Tommy have you to do with Tommy? Or what has Tommy to do with With you This is an episode About Tommy It is also an episode About God It is an episode About The living God We know that the Bible speaks In great detail The father Who is deceased It speaks of the former gods who are deceased, and it speaks of and to the present God. This is an episode about the knowledge of God. And the Bible makes a statement, King James Bible makes a statement about growing in the knowledge of God. Are you growing in the knowledge of God? I didn't ask, are you growing in the knowledge of your religion and its dictates, but are you growing in the knowledge of the one and true God? To know God, what an end to know the living God. Now we know also that the major salutation, King James Bible, is to the unknown God. And that the whole of that salutation is in all caps, to the unknown God, it sticks out, right? Now, let's talk about some things, or just mention some things, uh, before we get to the real meat of the episode. The Bible talks about the Word of God. It talks about the work of God. It also speaks about the works of God. It talks about the name of God. These are all relevant questions, crucial questions. No, no, these are not questions, but crucial things, okay? Relevant and crucial things, the name of God, the word of God, the work of God. It talks about the children of God. The Bible talks about the household of God. All these things are mentioned in the King James Bible. Also speaks about the sons of God. So the question, does God have any sons? Uh, The children of God, does God have children? Okay. Uh, And it speaks about the name of God. What is the name of God? And that question is asked throughout the King James Bible, which shows its significance. It is a very important question. What is the name of God? Who is he, the Bible asks. So the Bible speaks about God in many ways, as I just laid out before you. The focus of this is the name of God And the person of God. The name and person of the King James Bible's God. And this is in reference to uh, the living God. Okay, and we all know what living means, okay? Is God one who lives? Talking about a spirit because the Bible does not talk about God being a spirit. And let me get this now. Uh, yes, there's a statement in the Bible, in the book of John, that says God is a spirit. But is the statement true? Does the Bible teach that God is a spirit and that he is not a person? What does the Bible teach about God? I've said this on Blood Talk Radio before. When the Bible speaks of the form of gods, those gods were were men. They were people. (laughs) They had a title God, but they were men. So the question now before us is, is the living God a man or something else? Okay? All of that will come out in the body of this episode the Bible even speaks about the mouth of God it speaks about the hands of God sounds like a man to me now I've talked about this before so this is not most of this is not new information okay but it is relevant and important information which you need to know now If one does not know the truth of Bible content in this so-called Christian society we live in here in the United States of America, then one does not know the truth about God. The Bible asks the question in the book of John, what is truth? And it does not say what is truth according to your religion according to your faith. It doesn't ask that. It asks a point-blank question, what is truth? The Bible teaches and gives out, as you know, the Bible is a big book, pretty big book, okay? not the largest book ever, but it's a pretty, pretty big book. It has much information in it. And considering all that information that is in the King James Bible, the King James Bible asks about all that information. It says, what is truth? Excuse me, yes, what is truth with regard to the things that are in the Bible? That's what the question is it concerns itself with things that are in itself the King James Bible, okay, and we have answers all right We have answers to what is truth, and I've spoken on that just recently, all right now. As I said, the focus now is the name of God and the person of God. Question, what do you do when you know God's name? The Bible asks for God's name. They ask God himself, who are you? What is your name? Repeatedly in the King James Bible. So that's very important. Very important. Now, I know in churches they say the name of God is this and that, El I? and they come up with all kinds of stuff, okay, all kinds of stuff, which is not God's name, <laughs> which is not God's name. We're talking about the living God, not some imaginary God uh, or Lord, but a real person because the Bible teaches that God is a real person, a human being a human being. And quite possibly, your denomination or your religion does not teach that. It teaches something other than what the King James Bible teaches. But because so many people use the Bible in so many pulpits, okay, they use the Bible, it's important for you to know what is truth. It's important for you to know what is true in the bible and what is not true and in doing that you find out what is not true uh according to your religious teachings yes yes you find out a lot so what do you do when you know god's name that's a pretty good question my my short answer is this when you know god's name you apply the knowledge, you apply the knowledge when you know God's name. If this were not important, then the Bible wouldn't be asking it so many times in itself. Now, even if the Bible asked it just one time, what what is the name of God, this, <laughs> that's important within itself. But it doesn't stop at one time. I have not counted the names or the times that it asks for God's name, but I know it's many times. okay? now, so let's get on. What do you do when you know God's name? And my short answer is, you apply the knowledge. You call him by His name. And of course He has titles. Also, God in the King James Bible, uh, has a nickname for God, a moniker. spoken on that before. Okay, There is so much information In Lawmaster Archive Sitting there Waiting there for you To make use of And take advantage of You know Let me also say this In my years Of analyzing Scrutinizing King James Bible content I have found out that there are not many people who seek the truth. Matter of fact, I have not met one yet. Now, that's an honest statement. I have not met one yet. Yes, I've met some people who said at the beginning, they said to me, I'm seeking truth. I want to know the truth of the Bible. But as we continue to communicate, it becomes evident to me that they do not seek the truth. You know, they do not seek the truth of Bible content. They may be seeking something else, you know, but they do not seek, and this have I found out, they do not seek the truth of Bible content. The question, what is truth, it means nothing to them. But let's go on, because there's a lot here that I want to give. So I named several things that the Bible speaks of, like the Word of God, the work of God, the... uh, It speaks of the knowledge of God. It says, find the knowledge of God, okay, that I have done, okay? Now, it speaks about the household of God, speaks about the children of God, speaks about the sons of God, speaks about the mouth of God. It speaks about the name of God and other things as well, okay? Now, let's move on. I have here... And let me give some references here. When it speaks about the name of God, that's Romans two verse twenty-four. Uh, Luke eleven twenty-eight speaks about the word of God. It says here the word of God. John six twenty-nine says speaks of the work of God. It says this is the work of God. And the question is, what is the this when it says this is the work of God? Okay, Uh, it speaks about the sons of God, Philippians 2.15. It speaks about the household of God in Ephesians 2.19. It speaks about the children of God in 1 John 3, verse 10. Okay, Uh, let's see here. Uh, It speaks about the unknown God, of course. That's the salutation, 10, verse 23. Now, let's get to this. The Bible asks in Proverbs 30, verse 4. Proverbs 30, verse 4. It says, what is his name? What is his name? And then we have in Mark chapter 5, verse 9, we have the question, what is your name? And to God. Okay, so I had an interruption there. Uh, The Bible asks, what is your name? That's Mark 5, verse 9. Uh, It also asks a question in the book of Acts, and I didn't write the reference for it. It asks, who art thou, Lord? Who art thou, Lord? So it's asking the Lord God for his name. Uh, Mark 5, 9 is asking the Lord God what is your name? Very important. All right? Now, let's see here. We go to Psalm 9, verse 10. And this all, the, all these statements will have to do with the man whose name is Tommy. And, and they'll have to do with God, the Lord God, the Son of God. All right? Now, so Psalm... 9 verse 10 says let's see here Uh, they that know thy name will put their trust in thee to the Lord God they have asked the Lord God what is your name in Psalm 9 verse 10 they are saying uh, they that know thy name will put their trust in thee so the name of God is very important You can't trust God unless you know him. You can't put your trust in God unless you know him. And you don't come to know God through religion. The Bible, the King James Bible, is not a religious book. Men use it religiously. They use the Bible, the King James Bible, in the church, but the King James Bible is not a religious book at all. Matter of fact, the King James Bible teaches against religion. And it makes sense. What do you need with religion when you have God? When you know God? Religion is useless. Religion, Christianity, let's talk about Christianity. Christianity does not teach the truth according to the King James Bible, okay? And that's why you haven't heard probably the things that I teach, because they don't teach these things in the church. I know they don't teach them in the black church. That's a fact. Personal experience. Much personal experience. Okay, so the Bible says about God's name and the people, it says, they that know thy name will put their trust in thee, It goes on to say, uh, but let all those that put their trust in thee rejoice. It's talking to the living God now And, and, and to the people. Let all those that put their trust in thee, Lord God, rejoice. Let them rejoice. Let them trust in you and rejoice. Be ecstatic over. Be glad about. Rejoice. Let them also that love thy name. Be joyful in thee. Did you get that? that let them also that know thy name, Lord God. Let them be joyful in thee. All right? So the importance of... Of knowing God, the importance of knowing the name of God. You cannot worship God unless you know Him. What now? What the full worship in the black church? I don't know what it is, but I know it's not God. It's not the King James Bibles God, right? Okay, so we got that cleared up. And I'm going to give you some things at the end of this episode, uh, which things you are to do. Well, I just gave you one or two right there. What are you to do? What is knowing God to you? What does God have to do with you? And what do you have to do with God? Well, they that know thy name, they that know God's name, will put their trust in him. That's one thing the Bible says. Two, but let all those that put their trust in thee rejoice, all right? And let all let them also that love thy name be joyful in thee. That's what the people are, are supposed to do. They are to rejoice in thee. They are to trust in God, rejoice in him, okay? Be joyful in him. And then in Revelation 19.10, We get more information about what you, the people, are to do with respect to God. Revelation 19.10 says, worship God. You cannot worship God if you do not know who he is. Did you get that? Now, I know they call themselves worshiping in the black church. They are not worshiping God. They are not worshiping God the Son. They are not worshiping God the Father. They are not worshiping God. You cannot worship God if you do not know God. People give money to the church, to God. No, they're not. They're giving it to their church. They're giving it to their pastor, whoever, but it's not to God. But the black church doesn't doesn't have anything to do with God. I know they talk God. That's religious rhetoric. They don't know who God is, therefore they cannot serve God. They cannot love God. huh? Uh, they cannot worship God. Their worship in the black church is in vain when it comes to God. You have to first know who he is. Now with, uh, with some people, Once they find out who God is, they might not love him at all. That's why the the statement here says, let them also that love thy name. Everyone, when they find out who who the Bible's God is, they're not going to love him. They're not going to love his name. Do you get that? Now, we're talking truth. Okay, let's move on. So you are to rejoice in God, put your trust in God, uh, be joyful in God. You are to worship God. The question is, who is he? I know I've told you this times before, okay? Who is he? The title of this episode is Tommy. T-O-M-M-Y, Tommy. And when you are talking about this Tommy, you are talking about God. You're talking about God, the Lord God promised to come in Isaiah 40, verse 10, which says the Lord God will come. In Hebrews, you read on, uh, maybe around 1037 Hebrews, it says, he that shall come will come. The news is this, he has come. They have asked for his name, he has given his name He has revealed to the people his name. Bible predictions. So many Bible predictions have been fulfilled in the one who bears the title, the Lord God, the Son of God. So now you know what some things you ought to do with respect to the King James Bible's Lord God, with respect to the King James Bible's Son of God. The King James Bible's Lord God, the promised one, and the King James Bible's Son of God are one and the same. The promised Lord God is the Son of God that the King James Bible speaks of. Information, detailed information on that is is in Law Master Archive. We're moving along. Now First Peter chapter two verse ten says, Now the people of God. It speaks about the people of God. God is a black man. The former gods of old that the King James Bible speaks of were black people. They were black people. Okay? Um, the people of God, and they had a people. You want to call them black people? Fine. The Bible calls the people of God Israelites. That's what the Bible, the King James Bible, calls the people of God, the Israelites. Israelites. Okay. Uh, that's First Peter two ten, First John five verse twenty, and and this should come at the end, so you hear this hopefully. Uh, as I draw draw to the uh, close of this episode First John 5 20 We know that the son of God is come This was impossible Before the coming of Tommy Possible to know the son of God Before the one named Tommy Came That was an impossibility God had to first come and then make known his name. That's why they ask him, Tell us your name. What is your name? Well, you know, tell us your name. What is your name? They asked for his name. And he has given it. Uh Son of God is mentioned. It says to the man Tommy L. Hart, Thou Thou art the Son of God. All right? Like I said, the t- details are in Lawmaster Archive. You don't have to dig deep in order to get this information uh, from Lawmaster Ma- Law Archive. Answers. Okay, the question here, who art thou? The Bible gives answer to the Lord God, thou and the Son of God. Thou art the Son of God. Okay. Now, the Son of God and the Lord God, one and the same, there are many works that he, he that, that are required of him. Okay? Tommy has done those works. Tommy has done the works required of the Lord God, who is the Son of God as well. Okay? Now, so here's the question. Acts 9 verse 5, which I alluded to earlier, they ask the Lord God to face, who art thou Lord? Now they know they are talking to the Lord, and they ask him, who is he? They are talking to the Lord God throughout the King James Bible. The Bible talks to you, the people, throughout itself, throughout the King James Bible. The question is, Who's listening? Who's paying attention? Now, I just, minutes ago, made known to you a few things that the Bible says to you. You know, with the uh, point of rejoicing and being joyful in and worshiping God, Revelation nineteen ten. worship God. Once you know who God is, you are to worship him. You are to love his name because he, he manifests his name. You are to put your trust in him, according to Psalm 9, verse 10 they that know their they that know thy name will put their trust in thee that is a promise given uh, in the king james bible to the lord god so that question is answered who art thou lord genesis 4 verse 10 says what hast thou done the king james bible asks the lord who is a human being with a name, he has revealed that name, it asks him, what hast thou done? The Bible gives an answer. Mark seven thirty-seven. It answers for the Lord God, saying, he has done all things well. More information on that? Long after archive. Five. Okay, so th- those are questions, aren't they? What hast thou done? Who art thou, Lord? What is your name? Uh, those are questions. Now, if you want to know, get a lot of questions concerning God, King James Bible. But better still, go to the Lawmaster Archive because the Bible only gives you the questions. Okay? All right, let's move on. Here's another question. Will God, it's found in First Kings Eight twenty-seven. Will God indeed dwell on the earth? The Lord God is on the earth right now. He's talking on Blog Talk Radio right now. The King James Bibles, Lord God. Now, if you don't like this, Tony is not the King James Bibles, Lord God. According based on your belief, okay? Your belief does not matter. It does not change the fact that according to the King James Bible. This Tommy is the promised Lord God. This Tommy is the King James Bible's son of God. It doesn't matter what you believe. King James Bible certifications of the man Tommy with respect to God, son of God, Lord God, is not based on what you think or you believe. Solid facts. It's based on knowledge the knowledge of God that the King James Bible speaks of so let's so that's clear let's move on what has thou done it answers for the for Tommy saying Tommy, he, uh saying he hath done all things well to give you the understanding let's put Tommy in there because that's what he's talking about Tommy has done all things well now I hope you are listening I hope you are listening because these things are easy to understand when told. If you're being confused, then you're not listening. And remember this, you can always go back and pull up the episode uh, from Lawmaster Archive, Talk Radio, Lawmaster, and then click on Episodes. Blog Talk Radio, Lawmaster, click on Episodes. (coughs) So, Will God indeed dwell on earth? He's dwelling on earth right now. Uh, 1 John five twenty, We know that the Lord, that the son of God is come. He's come. We know that now, like I said, it was before the man, Tommy Hart came forth. It was impossible to know. That knowledge was impossible to know. Okay. This knowledge. Yeah, I just said it. Okay. So let me read the full statement. The son of we know that the son of God is come and has given us the people an understanding of him that is that we may know him that is true authentic that we may know him that is true okay this is real talk God the son the Lord God is a real individual Ecclesiastes 5, verse 2, God the Father is in heaven, and thou, Tommy, the Son, upon the earth. Yes, I put in Tommy, the Son is on the earth. Remember the question, will God indeed dwell on the earth? The Bible answers it, okay? But the man, Tommy L. Hart, in the answer is the fulfiller of that work, of that deed. Tommy is the fulfiller. The former gods predicted, and Tommy fulfilled. You got that? That's a fact. That's the truth. Anyone can see it. Go to Lawmaster Archive. Let's move on. I'm not going to get all this in. Okay? Maybe I'm going too slow. Now, Job 38, verse 6. We are talking about, in answer to, will God indeed dwell on earth? Job thirty eight thirty eight verse 6. On the earth where no man is. No man is the King James Bible's moniker for the Lord God, who is also the Son of God. It's a moniker, a nickname. The Bible gives God, the Son, a nickname. That nickname is no man. No man. Okay? Don't ask me why they gave it gave it, gave him that name. <laughs> but that's a fact, though, that no man in the King James Bible is a moniker, a nickname, for Tommy. Because they didn't know of God being Tommy when these things were written. So they gave him a nickname. They gave him a title, Lord God. They gave him another one, a Son of God. And they gave him a nickname, no man. He's God. That's what the King James Bible teaches about Tommy. Okay. John one thirty eight. Master, where dwellest thou? The Lord God, the Son of God, where do you live? Well, I live in the United States, Augusta, Georgia. You know, the answer that is given, though, in the Bible, is, it says, come and see. Come and see. All right. Now, John one thirty nine says, they came and saw where he dwelt. Have the Gentiles done that in any way? Let me tell you what I've been noticing for the past three weeks or so. Now, I don't know how long they've been there, but I just started noticing this phenomenon to me about three weeks ago. I have seen strange things in the night sky. Listen to me clearly. Maybe drones, drones, seemingly aimed at my dwelling place. Perhaps that is a work of the Gentiles, in part part, uh, fulfilling the statement that says, they came and saw where he dwelt. The Gentiles remember, they are required to meet with the Son of God physically in the house of the Son of God, the dwelling place of Tommy. Yes, I don't know what the things are. You know, it seemed to me like they 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 are drones. So I I, I pulled up some information on drones. You know, but they sit there, and I and one of them is is more than one. Uh, one of them. The other night, I'm like you standing up and you move your head backward, well, as I move my head backward, that particular one moved in the direction that my head was going, and when I would stop, it would stop when i when i when I come back straight up, it would come back. you know it would follow my head movement. I'm talking about what I saw now, am I the only one who's seen these things? No. I pointed them out to two people at different times, and asked them. I pointed to the thing, and I asked them what they what 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 they saw. And both of them described it in the same way. Therefore, I know I knew that my it wasn't my eyesight that was bad. They saw just what I saw. They described it just as I was seeing it. So, you, so I have two witnesses, and if nothing happens, they will appear again tonight. They don't look like stars, okay? They're not stars. Everyone knows what a star looks like. These are not stars, and they don't operate like the stars operate, All right? But let's move on. Let's move on. Second Peter 3, verse 17 says that the man of God, The Bible talks about the man of God. Now, what is in that phrase, man of God? What is it saying? That the man of God. Man, let's look at the word of. The word of there means having the designation of. Having the designation. So when it says that the man of God, it is saying that the man having the designation of God and is it is also saying that Tommy, because Tommy is this man of God. Tommy is this man having the designation of God. The quest for God is over. Now, this is, all of this is important. 8 verse 10. Now, remember that, that the man of God, that Tommy, that the Lord God, that the Son of God, all those are the same things say the same things. Acts 8 verse 10, to whom they all gave heed, saying, this man, in the other statement, it says, the son of God, I meant the man of God, but in this one it says, this man is the great power of God. So the phrase power of God, what does that say? Of means the same thing. Having the designation of God, having the name being called the name of God. Okay? Okay, uh this man is the great power of God. So let's put it in these terms, because we know the man that it's talking about. This Tommy, the great power of God. Okay. So we have that the man of God, i.e that Tommy. And we have this man is the great power having the designation or name or being called God. This man, Tommy, is the great power having the designation or being called God. We're going to wrap this up. We're going to wrap this up because, okay, now, What do I want you to know because I can't get all this in? We asked the question, what do you do when you know God's name? And my short answer was you apply the knowledge. So what do you do? Now, keep in mind the things that I said earlier in this episode that you are to do. Put your trust in in him when you know his name. Rejoice in him. Be joyful in him. Worship him. All right? Now, these things. You are to do uh, as a result of knowing God's name. John 5, verse 23, you honor him. All men may honor the son. Okay? That all men should honor. That's what it's written. That all men should honor the son. Who did it say should do that? It said all men. It didn't just say black people. It didn't just say Gentiles. It didn't just say biracials. It said it didn't just say Indians. It said that all men should honor the Sun. Should implies uh responsibility, obligation. Okay? Now you are, according to John nine verse twenty four, you are to praise him. You honor Tommy. You praise Tommy. This is teaching people. This is teaching. This is teaching truth. This is teaching God. King James Bible. And according to, did I say it okay? According to John five twenty three, you honor him. According to John nine verse twenty four, you praise Tommy. According to uh, Psalm nine verse ten you put your trust in Tommy, and according to Revelation 19, verse 10, you worship him. And in Psalm 45, verse 11, it says, To you, the people, he is thy Lord, and worship thou him. He is your Lord, and you have the responsibility, the obligation to worship him, which we mentioned earlier. You know, in the statement, Revelation nineteen ten, worship God. But you can't worship him if you don't know who he is. You first got to know who he is before you can worship him. The Bible says about people like black people going to church, call themselves worshiping God. It says their worship is in vain because they're not worshiping God. Vain worship. Okay, so. In closing, in all these things, it is evident that God has a household, a family, a people, children. I have two children. Tommy has two children, a dwelling place, a name, a name Tommy L. Hart, a name also Son of God, a name also the Lord God. Okay, um, title, a work. God has all these things, uh, and he is deserving of honor and praise. Uh, trust your trust Power and glory That's what the King James Bible Teaches about the Lord God He has a nickname The Bible says a name which no man Knew a name which the Lord God Knew he know, he, he looked at Wow they calling me no man <laughs> Okay A moniker a nickname anyway so you Know what you are to do in light of The knowledge of the Son Of God his name In light of of the knowledge uh, of the Lord God, the God, the living God, and that's another statement that's here, uh, he is the living God. Who is the he? Tommy. Tommy is the living God. It will come the day when Tommy will no longer be the living God. But for right now, this moment, Tommy is the living God. He is the King James Bible, son of God. He is the King James Bible's Lord God. So the end, what is the end? The end is this. 1 John five twenty. we know that the Son of God is come. Can you say glory? Can you say hallelujah? Tommy has come and manifested himself showing that he is the King James Bible's Lord God, that he is the King James Bible's Son of God. That's great news. We know now him. Uh, We know that the Son of God has come and has given us an understanding uh, that we may know him that is true. And the him that is true is Tommy. Tommy is true. Tommy is the one. True is here. Tommy is here. He has come. Uh, He has come with King James Bible approval and certification. What is a certification? This is a certification. When the Bible says, as I read earlier, moments ago, that this man is the great power of God. The man is Tommy. That's a certification, a statement of certification. It certifies that this Tommy is the great power having the name or the designation of God. That's great. This Tommy is spoken of in Philippians 4, verse 4, and Philippians 4, verse 5, which say, Rejoice in the Lord. The Lord is at hand. I say to you, uh, rejoice in Tommy. This Tommy, this Tommy is at hand. Yeah. You hear my voice. You can see me. You can see a picture of me on uh, on the Internet. Okay. This Tommy is at hand. The Lord is at hand. Rejoice always in the Lord. Rejoice always in this Tommy. In this Tommy. The man, Tommy L. Hart. This Tommy, at this moment in time, is the King James Bible's true, one, living God. Follow me on Twitter go to amazon.com order from my great list of list of books there uh, do make the Lord Master archive your dwelling place and join me next time